open line number. Let's go to Victoria and MP Julian Hill joins me. Happy New Year to you, mate. Happy New Year to you too. All right. Uh, how are things looking down there in Victoria? You're still behind the, uh, I don't want to say scorecard, but the infections are picking up down there as well. Oh, look, they are. Look, I should I should be up front. I'm not actually in Victoria now. Um, I'm on holidays on the south coast of New South Wales for another few days. Uh, so unlike Scott Morrison, I don't lie when I go on holidays, but of course I'm in touch daily. I'm not in Hawaii. I'm in touch, of course, with what's going on in Victoria, dealing with constituents every day. Yeah, um, of course. The, the testing regime right across the country is collapsing. It's broken. People can't get tested. The PCR queues mm. go for days and they can't get or afford rapid antigen tests. We know this. But the impacts are horrendous and growing. Um, yeah. The impacts on low-income earners trying to buy tests, sick people queuing for hours and hours in the sun and the rain to be turned away to try again tomorrow. Uh, but the ridiculous situation of clearly sick and infected people going from chemist to chemist to chemist trying to get a rat test that they've been told to do, uh, people wasting sick leave, business losing staff, losing customers. But um, in the last few days, I've now become aware of terrible impacts for people on the NDIS, both participants but also carers and workers. There's a strict requirement for obvious reasons given the vulnerability. So the casual workers are stuck at home with no income. Uh, the participants are distraught and lonely and particularly the impact on parents not able to get that regular support and care. Um, so the crisis that Scott Morrison has overseen was entirely predictable and the impacts are horrific and growing. And you know, let's not get started right now on the impacts on the health system. Well, why is it that we weren't prepared? I mean, uh, we know that the Australian Medical Association, uh, their deputy, Mr Morrow, uh, spoke with uh, officials from uh, the health department at a federal level way back in September, or, you know, basically pleading with the federal government to stock up on these rapid antigen tests because, you know, uh, they were seeing what was happening overseas with the rapid spread of COVID-19. There'd be new variants, including Omicron, perhaps others down the track. Why on earth did we not prepare for this? Well, Scott Morrison's clearly learnt nothing from his bungled vaccine rollout. It is inexcusable that in this third year of the pandemic, we still have supply problems with the vaccine program, but now... A testing crisis. This was entirely predictable. The Prime Minister's been saying we've just got to learn to live with COVID. Well, that's correct now, but it's not a three-word marketing slogan. Um, he has failed to put the policies in place so that we can safely live with COVID. Step again of cancelling elective surgery, which creates a whole lot of other pain and problems for people right across the community, uh, because the Prime Minister has failed to actually have a plan to live with COVID. Um, as you say, he was warned months ago, but he failed to take responsibility. So now Australia, yet again, just like the vaccines, has missed out on securing supplies. And there's a global supply shortage. But the same character patterns, mate, they, we see them again. There's two things he does uh, when he's under pressure. He blames others and he lies. Um, Australians now can't believe anything that's coming out of this guy's mouth. 
You are Victorian. I know you're uh, you're down there on the south coast, enjoying the hospitality of uh, of us wonderful people here in New South Wales. But big story out of your neck of the woods this morning is Novak Djokovic. Um, apparently, he's still being quizzed by border force officials after jetting into the country. There's been a lot of outcry from your fellow Victorians. In fact, people right across the country in relation to uh, the well initial awarding, if you like, of a visa for Novak, but it's all all gone to, you know what, very quickly. Yeah, look, it, from what's been said so far, I don't think people can understand the decision. It certainly doesn't make sense to me. Uh, and many people in the community who are doing it tough, doing the right thing, uh, don't understand this decision. And it clearly needs to be better explained. Mm. Um, no one should be above the rules. No one whether they're an international tennis star or the Prime Minister or anyone. And Open and the Victorian government have said you know, fairly convincingly, I think, now that uh, those procedures were followed, it was a blind assessment, that there's been no special treatment. Well, that's one thing. But, of course, now we're seeing there's a separate set of issues about visa and border entry. Uh, it's up to the government to explain and reassure Australians that there will be no special treatment. Um, now, if... if Let's just say if the guy jumps those hurdles and there are legitimate medical reasons, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not his doctor, yeah. but if they are, I think two things, uh, he should offer up some kind of public explanation well, to reassure the public. Well, I think that's what's been missing, Julian. That's right. You know, and I yep. think that's, that's probably the least that Novak Djokovic could do. I mean, that's what I hear is one of the major bugbears for people. They're, you know, they're not so much concerned with the fact that he's here. The fact that he's shut up shop and won't explain how. Uh, you know, perhaps he's got this medical exemption. What's it for? How does the system work? It's like it's almost cloaked in secrecy, and that's not palatable in a you know in a state of Victoria or a city of Melbourne, which was you know the most locked down city on the planet. Yeah, we certainly suffered a lot, and over the last twelve months, those lockdowns um, can be traced directly back, as we've discussed before, to Scott Morrison's failure to do his job to get the vaccine, keep us safe, build quarantine. So that, that's well known. Uh, but that same issue about transparency and people taking responsibility and explaining to the community comes to the fore. So I think you've nailed the two big stories for Victorians. Um, it is, <laughs> you know, we, we need rapid antigen tests free. They need to be freely available on Medicare. Yeah. Um, this, this latest proposal is just ridiculous and offensive and it undermines Medicare. That's principle which Australians have supported since Labor introduced Medicare in 1984, uh, that clinical services, access to care and treatments is based on your clinical need and health advice, not on your capacity to pay. All right, so um, even though available free throughout, the pa- uh, throughout pharmacies uh, to Commonwealth concession card holders over three months, so of course we're, we're talking about uh, pensioners and others who are on lower incomes who receive a benefit. Uh, the argument from Labor is, well, that's fine, but it should be that should be the case for everybody, regardless of their income level. The government's proposal is ridiculous. It's complex. Right. It's ineffective. Uh, they're saying they're going to make a handful of tests free for a handful of people. The test really needs to be simple now. Can people, whoever they are, get a test when they need one uh, and access them on a fair basis? The answer is no. They're not available. They're not affordable. And we need that plan now. Labor's view very clearly is that they should be made available via Medicare. It's the simplest, the most economically responsible option. It's cheaper for people, but it's also cheaper for the taxpayer than PCR tests and it's better for the economy 
as other countries have done, if we get these tests out widely available, freely available to people, we'll smooth the economic impacts of this latest surge. We need clear guidance um, and the Prime Minister's response makes absolutely no sense. He's making it up as he goes along because he was in political trouble, but as he admitted two days ago, he's putting private profit over public health care and Medicare. That's not Australian, and I think Australia in our health system. It's an Americanisation. We've rejected yeah. it time and time again when the Liberal Party have tried it over three or four decades, and voters, I think, are going to give him a whack if he tries this. All right. Always good to have you on, Julian. Look after yourself. Uh, stay safe, and I look forward to our chats as we lead up to the election in just a few months' time, mate. Take care, mate. All right, there he is, uh, MP Julian Hill. He is the federal member, of course, for Bruce in Victoria and uh, a good bloke in my book, 13, 12, 69. He speaks some good sense.